now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good Coffee Club morning to you. I hope you're doing well today on this, what, October the... Da, 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 da. What day is today, guys? October 6th. 6th. 2021, I get the dates all mixed up. I know Michael Loff had a birthday either yesterday or today, so we want to remember him. Um, Yesterday, we called it around here the big electronics crash. And if you're living in different parts of the country, this is affecting you differently. But all our Sonos, everything quit working. Um, I've had problems with our crock pot working. They can't work. Um, any of these things that use what is called a 2.4, uh, Jeff, is just not working. So it's been one of those days. We've had hospitals go out. We've had... Um, it's way more important than my Sonos or my... Um, pressure cooker but we've had a what a facebook outage this week so 
with a lot of, a lot of computer outages. I do want to tell you all one story real quickly before we get started here. Last week I mailed a I got done with it before we left Indiana and mailed a computer to Connie Money because she won um, the laptop that we gave away sometime last year, this year. And so I didn't think any more about it. And she called me and said, it doesn't work. Why wouldn't it work? She said, I heard you testing it and it was working. So fortunately, her son came along, looked at it, and the hard drive had come off. In other words, it wasn't hooked up properly. Well, that's before I got the computer, so we can blame that one on the technician. But he was able to fix it, and I didn't have to send her out another computer, which I would have done. But... um, And what would you have done in that situation? Would you have said, A, sorry for your luck, or B, replace the computer? Got to make it good. Got to make it good. Yeah. It really is a problem. Yeah. Some people gave me dividing answers um, and said, it's not your fault. You shouldn't do it. And maybe it wasn't, but I still have to stand behind it. But we do have to... But we do have to get our Sonos and all of those problems fixed this week. This is getting to be quite a... um, And people are using June ovens across the country. They're out. So it's a real, 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 real problem. All right, Jenny, what's up with you? Oh, by the way, I've been working on your computer too but go ahead i've just been trying to trying to keep up with all the outages and i know back back in indiana there's a hospital that got hacked monday and they are to such a point now that i saw on twitter yesterday that the the people that hacked them are asking for a ransom now so i don't know what's going to happen with that that's bad it's becoming uh it's becoming a pandemic of this kind of thing happening. It happens with radio stations and it happens with other other organizations, Jennifer. So uh, this is nothing new these days. It's becoming like like old news now. It's just amazing that you would hospital where they're counting on. And, you know, I, you assume that they surely have paper backups so they can do everything without the computerized records. But can you imagine? <laughs> I don't think so. Can't imagine anything else going on with you, Jennifer, besides oh. trying to make everything work. Well, I'm looking forward to a new computer, and we did get a desk, a nice desk, for the new computer to sit in, and things are moving along in that category. So if somebody like Tim would quit taking off shows, I wouldn't have to work so much extra. huh. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it gives me an extra two hours to sleep on those days, so it's not really a problem, but I can't let him know that. All right, speaking of which, <laughs> let's bring on Tim. Good morning, and uh, it's kind of ironic 
when you got done talking about having trouble with 2.4, my internet went out. So I had to go to using cellular data for talking to you guys. Hope it's working okay. <laughs> uh, but it was pretty ironic. It just went away. And, um, I'm telling you. Hope I'll be able to do my show. <laughs> I may have to do two shows today. Yeah, you would. No, you can't do that much today because you got Perry this afternoon. Yeah. Maybe you can get Perry to join in earlier, too. Or maybe Gary could. I fell in since he did that Monday. Yeah, since um, he's making all that extra coffee, he can drink more coffee and then he could be really energized for the. Uh, we call the second show, and we forgot to tell you guys, I. With Perry and I and friends, it's almost like Coffee Club 2.0. It's kind of what it's like with a little music mixed in, some talk, um, your requests, of course, and a wide-ranging topics, trivia, all kinds of stuff that you might not hear on the Coffee Club. All right, Tim, go ahead. Sorry about oh, that. Uh, Maggie was just asking me a question. Sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, everything's going well here. Rehab is going real well. Um, they said I'm doing a lot better than they expected it at this point. Um, but of course, I'm you know a lot later than I should be because well, I don't think I told people, but uh, I I had a bunch of uh, my rehab sessions that I wasn't able to go to because the person that did the rehab wasn't was out. Well, she wasn't sick, but. She was out, and here it was because her son and her husband both got COVID. So she had to be quarantined. Uh, but she's back now. So Is she fully vaccinated? Yeah, and she was then, too. I mean, at, at the time, and I think she said her husband and son were both vaccinated also. Wow. Well, we'll be there for you next week, Tim, so not to worry. I worry about your listeners. Tim, do you want me to just take your right arm and, uh, and twist it back behind your back and like that? And maybe oh. you, no, I wouldn't do that to you, Tim. I'm sorry. Why? Well, sometimes I think you might. What? <laughs> I'm not that bad, Tim. You might. All right, good, good, Tim. Let's move on to... We're missing Dave and Chris today. Dave had to get some medical tests. So, let's go to... Well, we've only got one person left on the panel, and that's Jeff, and I'll give you a second there, Jeff. All right, we got it. Don't worry about it. Well, we're doing good here. Everything is fine, like... uh like a, a, a bottle of wine that, that we have to open up and stuff like that. Everything's good. It's not going to be too bad today. 65 to 70 degrees here. We're warming up again. I'm asking Tim to please bring that warm weather from Minnesota up to Albany, New York, because uh, I'm not a really big fan of, of cold weather, as you know. But uh, And Dale, thanks for offering to make that uh, gin and tonic for me, Dale. I appreciate it. I uh, do enjoy those occasionally. Occasionally, like every night. 
<laughs> yeah, no, he does like them occasionally. Uh, Jeff, have we got through the panel? I think we have to go not through the panel unless you want to bring Nancy in because she's here as well. And um... Well, we'll let her... Uh, well, let's just go in the order of the raised hands. How about that? All right, let's go. We got. We do have the raised hand, so we got. We're going to start with you, Joe Sorensen. Go on and say hello, everybody. Hi. Good, good morning. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, fifty-seven degrees, sunny skies up to seventy-seven, and car talk is gone. But you know, most of the NPR affiliates had already dropped it already, and the last holdout was KTXK in Texarkana, Texas. They, and they they had a spelling bee instead of car talk, and they 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 were running car talk twice. So that is, so now we just have to get in our cars and do whatever we can do in our own with without the two brothers. <laughs> well, as I said last week, Joe, in the radio news section, you could still download uh, car talk episodes as a podcast. So if oh yeah, right. Who can't get enough of car talk? No, oh heavens, we can't get enough. It, it, it's actually their humor. Their even even though one one has passed away, it's still it's still fun. So you liked uh, the, the 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 Tom and Tom and Ray. You like both of them, right? Oh yeah. Where'd they come? Good morning, Ellen. Hi. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting that the humor is what makes the show. Well, yeah, really they, they were they were. Oh, good. you're right. They were funny. Yeah, they were totally funny. I'm like, I was like, okay, but but they've been off the air for what? How many years now? Uh, at least seven or eight. I don't. Yeah, it said that Tom passed away seven years ago, and essentially the show really ended. Tom, although Tom had had health problems before, and he was suffering from Alzheimer's disease, and that's what they talked about in the right. Yes, that, that that's what he had. That's sad. But anyway, the first draft. Making a movie of my life, adapting from the book and the first adaption of the screenplay, and I will make make some corrections. And Netflix is going to be doing it, so great things are ahead. Wow! I didn't know you're that famous. <laughs> well, not yet, not yet, but we're getting there. We're getting there. It's by it. Hey, you. So, that's pretty much what, what I was You'll get a lot yeah, of I, I, I saw that um, that thing as far as Facebook going out, and it's like, well, anyway, I got an email on that through the ACB um, list. So, anyway, that's what's going on around here. All right, thank you guys. Thank you. Well, I just wanted to tell you guys that we're doing Tim's interview next week. David. I wanted to be there next week, so. So there we go. I think the next one on our list is Charles out in Maryland. Go ahead, Charles. Yeah, how is everybody? Fine, Charles. How are you? Uh, okay. Um, real quick, uh, somebody in radio uh, died. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Uh, he was famous in Baltimore and um, Wyoming and D.C. Uh, ever heard of um, Alan Christian? 
I have not, to tell you the truth. And I know a lot of people in radio I've heard, but I've never heard of him. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Um, he was, hold on a minute. He was famous in the 70s and early 80s here in Baltimore. And it's amazing. The station WBAL that he was on, um, he, um, you know, they only, they only gave a little blurb of him. They didn't even give any uh, air checks or anything else that he did. That's yeah, really amazing how, you know, people are forgotten like that after they leave. Well, he hasn't been there on BAL for years. How old was he? Uh, 81. He had cancer and dementia. Oh. Well, we're sorry to hear that. Is everything going well with you, Charles? Uh, yes, thank you for asking. No, things are fine, and I'm doing okay. And next Wednesday, a week from, this, a week from today, will be my birthday. Wow. Can't believe it. Um, so that's kind of cool, too people so far in the group have birthdays in October. Very interesting. A lot of people have uh, birthdays in October. All right. Thank uh, you, Charles. Yeah. You're welcome, and I really appreciate you guys, too. So, Hey, Charles. Um, I really do. Ahead, hey, try to request again, and I'll see if I can get it right after two times. I'm just kidding you. Yeah, I know, and I understand. I hope I wasn't no, no, no. record nothing like that either. No, sometimes it doesn't come across on the phone line. So, well, you know that. But that's okay. We got it, didn't we, Charles? Yeah, I mean, I do appreciate it. I hope you understand that. Oh, yeah. It won't be my but, last you know, mistake. I'm grateful for everything people do for me. All right. Well, have a All good right, thank day. Thank you, Charles. You're welcome. Now we have Allison in uh, Michigan. Can you unmute yourself, please? Good morning, everybody. Can you all hear me? Oh, here you're you're great. Yeah, Um, I'm doing pretty good. It's going to be in the low 60s, low 70s the rest of this week. We're supposed to get chances of rain on and off. And uh, I find you guys a very resourceful program. And as far as computers are concerned um, my computer seems to be working pretty good now what part of Michigan are you from Allison um, the Ann Arbor area right by Detroit all right I've been in the, well I've, it's been over 50 years since I've been out in that area and I'm sure things have changed but uh, I took a summer trip across the United States and we stayed at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor and uh, uh, at their dorms they uh, and it was very nice but I, I prefer that in the summertime rather than the winter time. Yeah, Allison, oh, okay. are you looking forward to the new Windows 11? Um, yeah, I've never, I've never used it before. Is there a learning curve that I'd have to be aware of? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be that bad. A lot of computers aren't even eligible for it, or they're not set up for the new Windows 11. So I don't even know why they're doing it, but... It's supposed to have come down, and they're going to bring it down to your computer in phases, but um, I don't think it's anything you need to rush out and get today or tomorrow. Right. I think you'll be just fine, because most people now are using iPhones, iPads, Android tablets, 
other types of things besides a computer. Right. I still always use my computer, but, you know, a lot of people are using different things. Congratulations, Jennifer, on your new website. Hope it gets taken off. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, that's a big part of what we're doing uh, right now is getting her new computer, getting her new stuff in, you know. So that's what we're doing. And hopefully... She calls me the, what do you call me, Jennifer? The IT person. The IT person. It's the only person who will hire me. So, you know, what That's can I tell you? True. What can I tell you? But we do have fun with it. Good. All right. Thank you, Allison. Come back if you have any more questions. Okay, Jeff, do we have anybody? All right, Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? Are you there? You're yes, there, Gail? All right, I'm go here. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, everything's going pretty well with me. Uh, I don't have to go back for, um, uh, as far as um, blood draw until next month so i have this month kind of free from that and uh, the promagna is working well i take them in pills and wendy helps helps me with a lot of that stuff and setting up my other pills and stuff like that things are going very well with us and i've been very busy well between listening to the legend and giving bill a rough time as far as requests sometimes i like to play stump the dj which is fun and you know, and of course, I like your sense of humor, Jeff. That helps a lot. <laughs> Thank you. And um, I'm enjoying the coffee club, and, and uh, everything else is going well with me. I just hope we, you know, when we get that horrible S word here, I hope it isn't going to be too bad this winter. Yeah, we don't want to keep it bad for you. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we don't have the choice. If it, when it when it comes, it comes, and you can't. Change, we could change a lot of things. I mean, I could change the radio station, I could change my TV station, but unfortunately, we don't have the ability to train, change, the, change weather. the weather. No, but well, you could always change it to sand. Yeah. <laughs> S-A-N-D, yeah. Well, yeah. like I said, everything else, everything's going fine with me. Uh, I'm still using my walker. He's still saying I should use that walker, but yesterday there was. There were packages in the way, and there was someone that had a mobility cart out in the middle of the hall and all kinds of things all over the place in here yesterday, you know, in the in the building yesterday. And I'm not sure how to train these people. <laughs> Maybe someone can <laughs> can help me a little bit there. All right. Thank you, Gail. Sure. All right, Bill, you're next on the list. Can you unmute yourself, please? Yep, I'm here. Go ahead, go ahead. Good morning. How's everybody? Good. Good. Okay. Uh, it's about 70 degrees here. It's about how we're going to get rain today. And while I got you on here, uh, yesterday on, I forget what the program was, on the news program, uh, they was talking about, did you see Uber has a new thing now, the 911 emergency? That's something new that Uber just started. It's not in every city, but the way it works, you... 
put the, you put your locator on you turn the locator on on your phone for you know location and then when you get in the uber if you're leery or not even you go to the app uber app and you have it on and if the uber is going the wrong way and you get afraid or something happens you just hit 911 and they can track you right down to the square foot of where you're at well that's pretty cool <clears throat> you know what other yeah, thing it's just, uber has. it's just something new they just started right it just started right you know another thing uber has bill and i have never used it because i i, I don't think that it's working properly with voiceover is that you can set up a pin so that when you before that driver will take you he has to know what your pin code is and he has to enter the pin code and you have to enter the same pin code or else he won't be able to get he won't get paid for the uber trip and they also have another new thing called uber connect where i can where you can send packages right yeah i heard of that one but this this one also uh, it goes it goes to it's working with some kind of outfit called rapid locate i think it's a nationwide locator system i've heard of it before i think it was called rapid something but in other words they can actually they can get the, the make and the model and the license number of the car that you're in on this thing when you when you press it and call the emergency 911 i mean that's that's pretty good i mean you can be you know you get some you know some young ladies in the uber or woman in the uber and the guy decides he wants to do something else you can just tap on the 911 and it's silent too. He does. He has no idea you've done it until all of a sudden they got the police show up with his car. It's wow. all silent. You know, it goes through silence. Well, I think it was, and I don't know if she's still here, but someone. Well, I'll let her tell the story. Nancy, are you still on the line? I am. Can you hear me? Yeah. Why don't you tell us that story about... You don't have to give okay. names, of course. Yeah. A friend of ours uh, was an Uber driver. And uh, the opposite thing happened to her. She had three passengers in the car. And there were two women and a man. They told her... I mean, initially when they got in, there was only going to be one stop. The three people were supposed to get off at one stop. Instead, the two women got out, and the guy stayed in the car, and he moved up to the front seat. And the Uber driver told him, well, I really think uh, this was only scheduled for one stop. And he said, no, you have to take me, and he gave another destination. When they got to his destination, he attacked the Uber driver. And she was able to get away from him, but because of that incident... She stopped driving for Uber. So it can go the other way, too. And she's not a small woman. But she said uh, that was enough to make her decide that she couldn't take the chance driving for Uber any longer. So as long as you've got me, should I just continue a little bit? And then then I need to go. But um, over the weekend, um, I had a wonderful experience. It was sad, but wonderful. My former mother-in-law passed away, and Dale and I went to her service at a funeral home. And um, they actually had visitation, and the service only lasted about 15 minutes. After the service, they had a fantastic meal. 
and we were invited for everything and stayed and it was wonderful because now I'm reconnecting with my late husband Gary's family and I know now we really will get together it's so neat and my sisters-in-law and I have uh, five nephews one niece on that side of the family and four of the five nephews are married and all of their wives treated Dale as if he was gold. Dale, can I give you a drink? Dale, can I get you more food? Dale, are you comfortable? Dale, is there anything we can do for you? It was funny. I loved it. But anyway, um, um, it's really nice to reconnect with the family. And also, I just want to say, I too love the coffee club and other things on the legend as well. And... Um, and I also, you kind of feel like you get to know the listeners a bit more when you hear different things about their lives. I love that, um, you know, from Beth and Gail. And even our crazy Bill in Chicago. I've heard you on other shows, Bill, by the way. On, oh, God, I can't think of her name. She's out of Chicago late at night on WGN. Raleigh James. Um, yes. <laughs> she's got, yeah, she's a, a unique individual. But anyway, um, I can't say. I wish I could. But we love the legend and, um, you know, love every, so many things that, that people do and the interests that people have. So do take care. And next week I get the pleasure of interviewing Tim. I can hardly wait. So we will see you then. Take care, everybody. Take, be careful. Bye-bye. Thank you, Nancy. And I know Bill's got his hand raised. And uh, we can get to him if, if you'd like, Bill, or for whatever you'd like to do. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, Nancy, I got on there once in a while. In fact, talking about she said she heard me. I had a friend from Germany call me about a week ago and heard me on her. He was listening to WGN on the internet. So it goes, you get really worldwide, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's she a nice... Is, she, has, she does have an interesting show. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever heard her, but she she talks about all kinds of stuff, and it, it's interesting. She gets into, she gets into visual handicap stuff also, because a big majority of her listeners are visually handicapped for some reason. Everyone, I, if everybody get on there, as you hear, mainly most of them have a visual problem. And she just got through with a uh, partial detached retina, I think. It was healing itself. I think she's getting better, but she's, I I never heard of her before until she got on WGN, but I guess she's been all over. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I remember her uh, out in California. She worked out there, and I also remember her when she worked in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at W, I forgot to call it PHT, I think it was WPHT. Yeah, she even worked worked at WWO in Fort Wayne. I don't know if she was on the air or what, because some places I know she was like, Record, uh, the director of music, and diff- she had different jobs. I think got in a little trouble she, in Austin, Texas. Okay, I didn't know, but anyway, I know she. Has yeah. a, uh, she has a radio station. I don't know out in what Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, her and, and her and husband. And an FM station. She has two stations out there. Yeah, right. It's FM and AM. Right. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, also used to be on Sirius XM. Oh, she did. I didn't know that. I don't. I don't, I don't like the Chicken Man. She's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and she does a podcast, so 
Oh, she does. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I've never went. On, I've never. I've, I've never went on her website. I'm going to go on her website and see what it says. Oh, Jennifer, what what's your website do? I mean, what is it? I mean, you guys keep talking about it, but you never say what it is or what what it's for. It's it's for my transcribing business. Oh, okay. And okay. what's it called, Jennifer? Adapt to dot dot com. Adapt adapt to is that the number two? No. It's the the letters two spelled out to T O. Oh, T T O. Okay. Okay. And and. I was just curious because you mentioned it and it's never heard. And I said, well, what? I figured it was for your transcript transcribing stuff, right? Yeah, we were going to do one more thing and then have a grand opening, and so you would hear about it. Oh, okay. Here, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 All righty. Everything all right in Florida? Well, everything with exceptions. Except and, for all the gremlins with the internet. Except your electronic stuff, right? Yeah. By Dave and Chris. ghost got mad at us for being gone. Oh, okay. Well, what you need to do is you need to have uh, Dave come down and fix it. He can tear it apart and put it back up. Right. Together, right? He's got to fi- on there today, but he can do that. He, he's got to fix his own. <laughs> he's, <laughs> okay. he's having the same problems today. <laughs> All righty. You'll be back. Go talk to you a little All right. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Bill. Okay. Okay, we've got a host of people with their raised hands here, so let me get to get to them. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Beth Beth, Beth Moline out in uh, Minnesota. Can you raise a uh, raise? Can you unmute yourself, please? Then we'll have I Gary and just. In fact, we'll I just unmuted. I think I just unmuted anyway. Go ahead, Beth. Well, I was thinking about what you all said about that hospital being hacked. I'm hoping that they are able to find the hacker and have, I mean, have them that person trace that person or those people traced because, oof, that's that's really scary. How would they feel? If they ended up having to go to that hospital and, and be, because of having to have an emergency operation or something, whew, I wouldn't envy them. Well, well, the scary part is that they could hold them ransom and not give them their records and stuff back so that they could. I know, that's the really scary part. Oh. Well, probably shame on the hospital for not securing some of their stuff so that their files would be protected against this ransomware. Yeah. I think that might be part of the problem here. That's only speculation, and I could be very much wrong. But that's usually what happens, and especially if you've got important documents that you are depending upon or your customers depend upon, mm-hmm. you need to run a service that does protect your files so you're not exploited by this ransomware. That's right. It's always good to have backup. It's always good to have that security in place. Oh, my heavens. Hey, I was thinking of a really neat thing. I was, the last couple of days, there have been some activities going on here. Well, you know, I always like the activities. I may not like living here, but I do like the activities, and I like most of the people here but um, there is something that's going to be happening our activities director is having people bring their art 
to her and and so she can take a picture of it and put it up on the wall I think there's some type of contest I'm not sure when the deadline is for this but I she told me that I could use one of the hats that I knitted and so I just finished a really nice soft hat today and so I'm going to take that to her in a couple of hours oh that's cool do you crochet I do a little crocheting but this hat was these hats that I do are loom knitting because I've got these round looms and this one that I use for the standard size hats that anyone could wear I would say those that loom has 36 pegs on it there's one guy in Gail's building who asked me several years ago to knit him a hat had to use the biggest loom that had 41 pegs on it and I was actually able to knit that hat, and I was able to take it over to him when I went to play bingo with them a week later. <laughs> had such a great time. How did you learn like, how to do all this stuff? Did you learn it at the School for the Blind, Beth? How did, actually, how did you learn? I learned certain things at the School for the Blind, but actually I learned, first of all, the needle knitting. I learned from several different, several people. But I, I had a, a teacher who taught me how to cast on, but then I... There was a, a, she was a fully sighted lady. It was in sixth grade. I, uh, I had a neighbor teach me how to cast off. There was a lady at day camp, and I think it was 66 or 67. She was going to be our director the following year, but she taught me how to do the knit stitch. And then the babysitter that we had had at that time, her daughter would bring her little girl over there for the babysitter to take care of on Fridays. And I asked her daughter one time, I said, Mrs. Albers told me that you know how to knit? And she said, yes. And I said, do you know how to curl? And she said, yes, I do. And I said, would you be willing to show me, please? And so she showed me very patiently how to do the pearl stitch. It didn't take me long. I took off with it really good. And after that, I was knitting all kinds of scarves. I knit a couple of headbands, but unfortunately had to unravel them because they were, <laughs> well, I guess at the time I was not taking teasing like I probably should have, but one of my brothers kept saying, that headband looks like a snake. That headband looks like a snake. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, that's crazy. But I went down to Northfield, Minnesota, several years back, and I learned how to do the loom knitting. Well, I already knew some how to do it. I just had to learn how to do the brim of the hat and then make the crown. And then afterwards, I learned how to sew it up. But then I learned even better how to sew it up when I went to Michael's Arts and Crafts one day. And I I remember one time when I was sitting on a chair waiting for my ride to pick me up to come back home. And there was a lady who came in to buy something while she was paying for it she saw a hat that I was holding and she said did you make that yourself and I said yes in fact I said I've made a couple hundred hats myself and she said that is so good she said that looks beautiful (laughs) I would have said do you have what you want how much you want to pay for it I'll sell it to you (laughs) I did I I asked her would you be willing would you I said not willing but would you be interested in buying it I I sell these hats at that time I was selling the it was the thinner ones more like the the summer the spring and summer 
and I, I said, I sell these for $10. Well, I didn't get a sale that day, but at the same time, I have gotten other sales. When I went to Camp Salome in Nukaney, Texas, it was a Christian camp for the blind, I ended up selling 18 or 19 hats that, that first year that I made them. And I'm thinking, boy, I didn't know I was going to do that. And I also sold a lap robe to someone, and this same person wanted me to make a couple of hats for her granddaughters, so I did. And then after that, I also sold a lap robe to a friend of mine in Faribault, and oh my goodness, I just couldn't get over it. I, the, the money was coming in right and left at that time. <laughs> and was thinking, boy, this, this is a business that's prospering. Someone told me, you ought to have a name for your business sometimes. You know, sometimes. And so someone told me that I ought to say, they know that I like bumblebees, can't stand wasps and hornets, but I love bumblebees. But they told me that I ought to call my my business Beth's Busy Bee Braille uh, Bonnets and Blankets, because I knit afghans too. And, and then they said, what kind of slogan could you put in there? And I said, I've got one right now. I said, I'm a busy bee working for you. Well, there you Sounds go. Good, we can't top yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thank you, Beth. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Gary, can you unmute yourself? I think I'm unmuted now. There so, you go. Uh, um, but, yeah, it's that hospital so it's too bad they didn't have an off-site backup somewhere where they could uh, just bring everything back up but so many companies are pretty run pretty loose with their security there's that oil company that they just paid them off instead of you know dealing with it but uh, and I know I'm not good about that either so when you've got people's records on the line and services and I don't think uh, Jenny what do you think of that hospital well I wouldn't want to go there if I was going to die that wouldn't be where I'd want you to take me to get try to get help I guess if I knew I was going to die I could go there and die there and then you know because I knew I was going to die anyway so you know, I don't know. But what a cheerful thought, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> they, call me, they call me happy well, man. They, they, they haven't been in the past. They haven't been a very good hospital. I remember my yeah. grandmother telling me that when when my grandfather, he had emphysema, and she called them in the middle of the night one night because he couldn't breathe, and he was coughing and coughing and coughing, and he couldn't breathe, and they didn't want her to bring him to the hospital because he was coughing and he might wake up the people in the hospital. Uh, okay, well, I know there are hospitals like that that you don't want to go to um, uh, as long as, you know, when you move to a new area, you need to find out where they, who they are, you know. Oh, yes. Well, I certainly understand that, Gary. Anything else going on on your neck of the woods? Yeah, you were talking about Raleigh Jane. The first time I heard of her was back in the late 80s. She was on uh, KOA. Out in and, Yeah, and I was living in Houston then. And uh, their 8.50 there was off about 10 or 11 o'clock. They had post some set of authorization. And so I would hear her, and the first time I heard her, I, she was talking about... Uh, 
watched Axon Armstrong or something, and oh wait, this person's talking about radio. And then she started talking about food, and then you know, I mean, it was pretty interesting to hear. And then she talked about politics, and I listened to something else. But uh, you know, she uh, she has an interesting uh, interesting uh, group of callers on the show. She does, and she they're quite quite the callers too. Yeah, well, one thing, if, if you're going to be up all night, you, 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 if you're going to be, you're going to get a lot of interesting calls to begin with. My, night people are, are different. They're they just they, they are, are different. They are different. It is some night people. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that was when I first heard her, and uh, uh, I didn't hear much on XM, even though we did have a receiver. I mean, we listened to I don't know sixties on six or deep tracks or. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, oh, Soul. That uh, Soul and they had on there that Bob Bennett, Bobby Bennett was on. Yeah, that, that was called that was called the Soul, Soul Street. Soul Street. Soul Street. Yeah, we were listening to stuff like that. Family was to Oak Uh But or, Raleigh uh, James Polk was Kelly, on. But, she was on every night at ten o'clock our time on X Seven. I would I'd fall asleep listening to her because what happened is they'd run the show from ten till one and then they'd repeat it again. And they and for a while they were repeated all day long, so that you got to yeah. do that that channel all the, all the time. It was every day was Raleigh James all twenty four seven. So, but yeah, uh, she they, she's been around, Jeff. She's yeah, she's oh been yeah, Didn't she the one that got fired from KLBJ? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she, she got no one. And one, she got fired. I guess it was a joke she made. Uh. Even though I was living here when she was on, it wasn't really. She did two to six, and that was my nap time because my working hour. I had to get up like five o'clock in the morning to go to work. And for a night person to try to convert it to a day schedule, it was rough. So I would have my that'd be my little afternoon nap, you know, two or three in the afternoon. Didn't hear it too much, but uh, yeah, I, uh, she uh, made some sort of joke. People with KLBJ took umbrage and. Uh, she sued him and you know a little bit of a court battle but I guess apparently they had to pay her off so. had to pay her off but the upshot was she lost her job yeah yeah but she found other jobs and then she subsequently moved to Arizona and been there for a good Three long years. time and she was really quiet I don't think doing a lot of talk shows until she had a uh, on her site, she would do a show on Friday night. Um, there were a few people that would call, and you know, she'd start it at whatever time and go until she got tired of doing it. It could go an hour, it could go three. So. Yeah, and she would do that, and then she run those terrestrial stations. Yeah, and she, I mean, she had a lot of knowledge. There's no. Yeah. She had a lot of knowledge about radio and uh, music and radio history. Oh, a lot of things. And she could really put us to shame on the... um, We were doing music trivia the other week on... I think it was the afternoon coffee club, the Bill and Perry show and Friends. Or was that on Monday? One of those days, we were doing music trivia, and she could just she could put us to shame. Oh yeah, yeah, she could. I mean, I know that. So I wouldn't want to try to 
have a contest with it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, a guy I went to school named, he passed away now, his name was George, and she would play music trivia with him, and he knew his music probably as good as she did. And it was always fun to see them both challenge each other because they, they both knew about the same amount about when it came to soul music, which is what she was one of the big specialties she had was, was un, un, knowing soul music. She yeah. knew soul music inside and out, and so did my friend George. And it was fun to hear them lock horns together because they both always tied each other. They both knew exactly what they were talking about. Yeah, that would have that been cool to hear uh, things like that. Yeah, that's why we tried to do a little trivia and different things in the afternoon to attract you to get the listeners involved but she is she's unique i will say that about raleigh james um when they found her and she can work from home she does that from arizona right as a matter of fact her husband john is the guy that screens the calls calls so, yeah so it's interesting yeah. all right thank you gary we do have two sure. more people with raised hands okay gonna, and we've, we've heard from them before so we'll go to Allison in Michigan, and then we'll go to Gail in uh, Sock Rapids, in Sock, in, was it Sock Rapids or whatever. Go ahead, Allison. Unmute yourself, please. Okay, um, Bill. I've always had an interest in uh, radio broadcasting too. Um, did you go to college to get a degree in radio broadcasting, or what? No, I did not. Um, I always had an interest in radio, but. Allison, I went to college to be a rehab instructor, and I had my degree in psychology and social work, and then, as fate has it, because I couldn't get a job, I went to work for the Social Security Administration. And Mm -hmm. shortly before I retired, Jeff started, I started a radio website because I always had an interest in radio um, to for people to listen to radio internet radio stations all over the country and then I got involved with the OTR the old time radio and so that's how my interest but I I had no real you know just just a few things but no real radio training I wish I had now. What's that? I said, I wish I had now. I wish I had done that. Yep. And another thing, too, um, I'm a crocheter uh, like Beth. I tried to learn how to knit, and I would really like to get back into it. Um, I crochet a lot of scarves and afghans, too. My grandmother on my father's side taught me to knit and crochet, and, of course, both my both sets of my grandparents, my mother's and my dad's side, are both deceased now. And uh, I belong to a knitting club at my local high school. I was mainstream in the public schools. I only went to the school for the blind in the summertime when they had summer camps. And there was a lady there that was, uh, she had one arm, and she was a knitter. And she told me that a blind person couldn't learn to knit. And I called her up one time, and I said, you know... You really offended me and hurt my feelings like that. You ought to watch what you say. There you go, Allison. <laughs> hey. And what did she say? 
she said, um, well, I'm sorry for what I said, but I'm just being honest with you. And I said, okay, but I'm still going to prove you wrong if I have to. And so you did, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So there you go. Yeah. A lot of these uh, rehab uh, blindness agencies, they discourage a lot of blind people um, to go to school and be what they want to be. I find that really sad. I do. I agree with you 100%. I was told I would never make it in college. That I wasn't college yeah. material, so... I was told by Miss Margaret when I went to the school for the blind that I'd be in a sheltered workshop or I'd be in a group home. That's why my... That's oh, my, dear. And that's why I picked... And as a matter of fact, I shouldn't tell you this story. Are you ready for this one, Jennifer? They sure. Had a, they had this thing called... Uh, not. They had this thing called... Uh, grade they called in, in the Institute's lower school called Social Growth. And I got an NR in social growth. And my dad said, well, what does NR mean? And I said, that means that I'm not responding. Well, I didn't get along with this teacher. And uh, and, and, and I wish my father didn't mention it to other people I knew. But but I remember that that he had told my, my wife at the time, uh, you know, you know, Jeff is the one that got the NR in social growth. So whenever I didn't want to do something around the house, like she wanted me to help clean the kitchen. She goes, and that's why you got the NR in social growth. So... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, My Allison. kindergarten teacher, she told anybody that would listen this story about me, and I don't know why, but I guess one day in kindergarten I was really bad, and there was this <laughs> supervisor lady that used to used to come in, and and after after later in the afternoon, she the our teacher told me she said you were so bad today that Miss Marks was so embarrassed that she left and and she said I asked her and I said well how come you didn't leave too Miss Osborne <laughs> <laughs> I see uh, and how much more trouble did you get in after that Jenny <laughs> oh I probably I was always a nonconformist I guess <laughs> well, well. <laughs> yeah, the things you learn here but you know they're right about perceptions now in 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 their defense i did not work very hard through most of high school and do the things that i needed to do so i had to prove them wrong so it, which shows you can but once sometimes you get expectations of you it's hard to get people to change them all right jeff i know we got more callers we do coming. have some hand raised so i'm getting to the ones we haven't heard from and we're going to go to you pam out in kansas city missouri go ahead unmute yourself please pam hey good morning everyone hope everyone is well and bill i have a question for you you made reference to having gotten a degree as a rehab instructor and psychology. Mm-hmm. Do you feel do you feel as though you are using any of that psychology degree with reference to dealing with varying presenters and or listeners on the legend as it is currently constructed? Uh, probably probably yes in some ways, but not not intentionally, but probably yes, because maybe I'm too tolerant. Um, I will 
And this varies from presenter to presenter. So, but I'm more apt to give folks the benefit of the doubt. If they want to hear the same song, you know, every day or two weeks or week or whatever the case may be, I'm more tolerant that way. And I try to put myself as a listener and think, maybe this is one thing that I look forward to. And I've often heard this said when I worked at Social Security. It's important that we make a good impression because that that may be the only time that person ever calls someplace. And if they get treated badly or mistreated or pushed aside, they don't forget that impression. So you always try to make a first good impression. Well, the legend did, did that for me. Had, had it not been for, as our, our dear departed Steve Nomer, I would be a part of the station now, and I'm grateful to be here. Well, Stanley, I, I said this. We were doing the show the other day. I think Gary was on it, and I... And there was about five of us, and we were answering musical questions and taking requests and doing whatever. I said, you know, Steve Nomer has to look down and smile at us. It takes five or six of us to do what he could do by himself. So so what does that tell you? Well, Bill, thank you so much for your answer, and thank you, Jeff, and everyone else for being out there. Oh, no problem, Pamela. How are you right. feeling, by the way? You're feeling better? Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you for asking. I'm doing well. As a matter of fact, my daughter is getting ready to go to Puerto Rico. She leaves tomorrow morning for San Juan. She and her husband are taking five days. They will be back on the 12th. So you stay out of trouble during that five days. No. I beg your pardon, Bill? You stay out of trouble. Don't get sick. Don't have any medical problems. No, no medical problems. I have all the medication I need in the house. I have all the groceries I need in the house. My daughter is, she and her husband are taking a well-deserved vacation. Aren't you going to take a trip here soon? Yes. Um, I'm looking at about Thanksgiving. There Where you are you going? Um... Florida. Okay. My my grandchildren are down there. My son is down there. My sister is down there. I've got friends down there. I'm going to make the rounds. There you go. Well, enjoy yourself. I'm oh, we'll be t- going to try. All, All right, right thank you guys oh, I'm sorry. ever so much. Thank, thank you, you ever so much. All right, Gail, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, I think I'm unmuted now. Yes, you are. Go ahead, please. Um, I was just going to say, as far as that hospital, with records, I have something on my machine called Carbonite. Has anyone ever heard of that? Yes, Carbonite, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a backup service, yes. And maybe that would have solved some problems for them. Well, I, the I think, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know that much, but... Well, I tend to doubt it because they got into the system, so they probably would have gotten into the backup files. Yeah, I don't think it would have totally 
solve the problem. They need to get some security software and some things that like that said, deal I with don't it. Know that much, but you know, I'm yeah. thinking of that because I use it myself here, and I've had no. And but the the thing about this ransom thing, these things they can pay, make you pay just about anything. You know, they can. Oh man, from what I've heard on the news, I haven't heard anything recently, but from what I heard on the news, some people were paying thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars. Just yeah, Jeff. Yeah, and Jeff, if you read. David Goldfield's newsletter. What is it called? Blind or tech? Bl- uh, yes, blind. It was, well, what was it called? Tech something or other. I have it every. I get a lot of those. I read all of. But anyway, every Saturday he has security tips, and this newsletter is free, and we'll pass along the notes to you. But it's it's free from David uh, David Goldfield. So just. And blind tech. Uh, what is it? I'll look it up on our next you, you break. Get, you get you get a ton of, of and it's not a heavy list, but you get a lot of things that you. I don't necessarily read everything, but I looked at the, at the subjects I'm interested in, and he gives you a lot of. Information. Well, yeah, you know when the new Windows 11's coming out, he talks about that. Talks about NVDA, the new Jaws releases. Talks about new technology. The 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 acquisition of that IRA partnered with Good Maps, and now CNI GPS is now free, and they've rolled that into one product with Good Maps, and it's called Good Maps Outdoors. And on your iPhone or Android, you can get turn by turn directions again, and that's all free. So that was a pretty significant story this week. So be sure to check out that newsletter. It is really good, along with the one we get on Thursdays from Top Dots. All right. And, Bill, we do have Allison once again out in uh, Michigan. Okay. And uh, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay. um, About security software and that too bad that that hospital didn't get like uh, Windows Defender or something because I have that on my computer. I had uh, Webroot Security before that, but I had Microsoft Accessibility taken off because it wasn't accessible with JAWS. And um, the Windows Defender seems to work pretty good. And it's a shame that a lot of these other antivirus programs like uh, Norton are not as accessible anymore. Norton used to be back in the Windows XP days, but it's not well, anymore. Not anymore. Well, I don't like Norton. I never liked Norton that puts a bunch of crap on your machine that you can't get rid of, so I, I got rid of it the, the minute I, I tried it. The only I one that Norton. I use is Avast, and you've got that other one, Jeff. I have Viper, which which I like, so, but, you know, it's all what you get used to. I've been using Viper for years. It, it works fairly well, and my friend Tim tried to attack. He, he was in uh, Indiana. He said, well, let me see if I can hack into your machine. And he could not get into my machine, and my machine. And Viper warned me of, of him trying to get into my machine. So, I guess I can't complain. But we and I said, Tim, I told you I, I keep my machine pretty well to protect it. So, you know, it, it's it's all what you're used to, Allison. But I guess my other question is, uh, when you buy a new computer off the shelf, do you have to buy separate antivirus programs like Norton, or do they pretty much come with Windows Defender now? 
they come with Windows Defender. You can buy Advast. You can buy whatever you want to buy. I, I strongly, strongly urge a blind person not to get him use a screen reader, not to use Norton, because you just get tangled up in all kinds of messes. But uh, the one is very, very good. As long as you're Norton, I mean, as long as you're, um, if you've got very important files, you might consider something like an Advast or one of those programs so that you do have that protection because I'm not sure Windows Defender gives that one level of encryption for you. But it is free, and for 99% of the people, it works great. And, yeah. uh, and do you know if uh, do you know if Panda Security is accessible with JAWS? I've never tried using it No, before. it's not. I had it on my old Windows uh, 7 computer. Well, uh, uh, it was The last time I tried it, and it was not accessible when I had tried it. What about the new thing that Dropbox advertises, that vault that you can supposedly put things in that vault folder and have them encrypted or something? Well, I don't think that I want to pay Dropbox to do that, but if you want... I haven't tried it, Jennifer, because I I already have uh, enough protection on my machine, but it, it does sound like it's interesting, and they also have a password. I don't think it's... I don't think it's real. Um, Dropbox has enough trouble itself becoming accessible, especially when you start messing around with the options and and things. It's it's come a long way. Yeah, there was a time when you couldn't even use it. Right. Remember, remember, the, remember those days? Oh, Terrible. yes. Oh, yes. Accessibility. You can't, <laughs> you can't run two antivirus programs at the same time, correct? Because they'll well, fight each other. You can. I'm using Viper, and I'm also using Windows Defender. As a matter of fact, if I turn Viper off, Windows Defender warns me saying that your antivirus program has been turned off. So you, you can, but it's not recommended because they could conflict with each other, and or they used to be the thinking. I mean, but you can, but I think it's not going to be a benefit to you. Thank you, Allison. Maybe we'll have to have Kim Commando come on as a guest. Right? Yeah, we'll bring her on. Yeah. <laughs> I have kind of a computer-related question, but I've always wondered about this. Why do things like Sonos and Hot Pots and some of those things, why do they use the, the 2.4 connection when everything else uses the higher one? I think it has to do with range. I think there's more range with the 2.4 over the 5.0. That's what they tell me. That's correct. Jeff, do you... I mean, I have, I have 5G on my... I have 2. Point, I mean, what do they call it? 5G wireless on my iPhone. But I can tell you right now, and I have it on my router, but I can tell you right now the range is not as good as, uh, as it is on 2.4. Now, you guys have been having problems with 2.4. I had a problem with 2.4... Two weeks ago, trying to get uh, my Amazon device to, uh, to to recognize and listen to a radio station, and it wasn't working. And yet, my yet my Sonos was working. So there are gremlins all over the place. And I just got an email back from the Crockpot people, and they said we will write you when we get a fix for our problem. We've got issues with our servers. Well, now. 
there we they go just, again. They just, they just, they just shoved you off, Bill. That's right. Yeah. Well, when we get a fix for it, we'll let you know. Now. So in other words, we have a crock pot that unless we can figure out what button does what, we can't even use. Right. We cannot use and it. So they get their service fixed. It's That's nice. So right now, kind of did that to a lot of blind people with the update for Siri. They wrecked a lot of stuff. Oh, that's another big issue we'll talk about. They've taken away your ability to send an email, to ask for your last phone message, check your voicemail. Now, a lot of people depended upon that. And they just take it away. They don't. They say they're going to bring it back. Yeah. Did you see the Did you see the email and David Goldfield? He said he wrote to them and they yeah, wrote back to him saying that, that they were going to they were going to fix it. But you know the problem is they never say when they're going to fix it. It's never you know you never. They broke a lot of things in iOS 15, and in a way, I'm sorry I got it. But to see, this well, has iOS nothing. 30, iOS 15 didn't have anything to, to do with this breakage. No. No. This not did not all. cause. Oh, this, was, but, this is before that. Before that, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, one thing that they broke in iOS 15 is all my talking, all my chiming clock apps will not work, and I'm very upset with Apple about this. And uh, uh, yeah, my, my sister said to me, "I can't believe that Sharon actually came up with this shit." Well, you know, the reason they did that is because they want you to buy the Apple Watch. Well, no, I'm not buying an Apple Watch just to fix, just just to have a, a, a talking or a beeping thing that beeps every hour. So. I'm not spending, you know, hundreds of dollars on another on another Apple device right now. So, what can I say? We do have some hands raised here. Okay. So l- let me get to iPod Touch, otherwise known as Pierre, out in Louisiana. Go ahead, Pierre. Can you please unmute yourself? And then Fran, you'll be next. Yeah, I just want you to pop in and say hello, Bill. You asked a question a while ago on the air, and it concerned me a little bit. You asked Jennifer what she calls you, and. Uh, I- I didn't know what was going to come out of that. Oh. 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 <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, she, said she, called you, she said she called you IT guy, but I said, uh, wow, she, uh, what she calls you, I hope she didn't really, uh, she didn't say what she really calls you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, get, get some people in trouble. You know, Pierre, I wouldn't call him anything bad. You know, it's only sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> right, Pierre, right, right. You believe that? I got another twenty-three thousand dollar car to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, twenty-three thousand dollars out of my pocket. That hurts. Well, yeah, tell them about a little bit about that, Pierre, where you, you had to. Really get clipped for well because of the times, the car shortages, and kind of what led up to that. Just just a little bit briefly there with the you know the rack and the insurance and right. But uh, my my daughter was going down the highway and she stopped to turn into our street. Well, this guy looked down at his phone and crashed into the back of it. Well, uh, he was in the wrong, but he had no insurance. So uh, with no insurance uh, and we needed another car, 
I had to go buy a twenty-three thousand dollar car and pay mm. for it out of out of my pocket because he didn't have any insurance. Man. Oh, who didn't have any insurance? The guy that that wrote ran it who didn't have no insurance. Pierre, the uh, guy that that hit my car had no insurance. He had no insurance, no driver's license, and he wasn't an authorized driver of that car. So, well, let me give you a little advice. Next time you do you have this problem, uh, when you go to renew your insurance policy next time uh, it comes up, there's a thing called uninsured motorist protection. It doesn't cost that much, and this would have saved you the cost of buying another car. So when you right. go for, to get your insurance, it's called uninsured motorist protection. I learned that because the same thing happened to my dad back in the 60s. So uh, when I when I was married, um, that was one of the first things you always get is, is full glass protection and uninsured motorist protection and rental replacement. So that if you're in a car accident, they will replace your car for a specific length of time. So those are the three things that you really need to uh, check out when you have uh, auto insurance. Right. Oh, and right. Bill, yeah. Bill, you said you majored in psychology. Well, my wife, Teresa, majored in psychology, too. And uh, I always tease her what, that she majored in psychology so she could pick the best man in the United States for her. <laughs> well, looks like she made a pretty good choice then, didn't she? That's an evil laugh, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think she did pretty well there, Pierre. Picked out the real 225. I mean, right. no, I, you know, I always thought when I went to college, and I believe this a lot now, most of the people that I hung out with in college were psych majors. I always thought they were a little crazy. I really did. Um, yeah, hang around with some of them sometime. You'll see what I'm saying. If you want to be be around some strange people, to me, psychology professors are weird. Most of them are. Yeah, I remember one time we had a psych professor. I didn't like her class anyway. And she had 13 cats in her house. And I said, anybody had 13 cats wasn't too just right. Boy, that was the end of that course for me. So I learned to keep my mouth shut. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Thank you very much, Pierre. Thank Our psychology yeah. professor was a practicing psychologist still, and, and it was kind of um, interesting because I took abnormal psychology and some of the different disorders that we talked about. He would without giving any names or anything away about the person, he would sometimes play tapes of samples of people that had this disorder, like like the manic depressants and things like that, so that you could get a true life example of what it would be like to talk to that person. That was kind of interesting. That is interesting. We do have a bunch of hands. Okay, we'll get to them. And by the way, that is Tech VI List with David Goldfield. So just look that up and you can subscribe to that, Tech VI, and you'll get a mountain of information. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go to you. Fran, can you unmute yourself? We'll get her in here. We'll get her in. Here, here I am. Go. Here I am. Thank you, Fran. Yeah. Sure. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I'm another psych major. At least that's the way I started out. I went back to school. I did some other things, but... Oh, yeah. This is, I, I took an abnormal psych class, and we had to take these... Um, what they call... They had these case studies. And you would read these case studies, and this person is doing, you know, uh, exhibiting, exhibiting this and that behavior, and then you'd have to do a diagnosis. And... Uh, that was fun, but uh, anyway, I was, I was remembering when they would just put Norton on your computer, whether you wanted it or not, and even if they didn't turn it on or, or act, whatever they did to it, he still had one heck of a time trying to get it off of there. Boy, that's oh, yeah, true. They make it hard to take off. Yeah, so are you saying they don't do that anymore? They don't no. automatically just put, stick Norton on your computer? Well, they've, oh, they've got several it. of them. They try it, but I know how to take them off, thank goodness. Yeah. Th- that what McAfee, was that, oh what my was that thing God. I had on my computer that time that somebody told me was supposed to be so good and I it crashed the computer every 15 minutes? Was that uh, System Mechanic? Something Not that what it was, or was it that spyware doctor? Oh, yeah. Be aware of things that they send you ads for that are going to help yeah. your computer, because uh, they usually don't. But I can get them off, but um, they can be a real problem. Yeah, I would try to tell them if the computer, you know, wherever is getting the computer set up for me, that no, I I do not want anything to do with Norton and they said oh well we have to you know we have to put it in there no they we don't have to put it in there no um so I don't know whether there was some kind of deal with Norton well, or <laughs> what, the, what the deal was you know they always insisted even if I said I didn't want it on putting it in there you know you guys have a company there in Austin what's it Dell I think Dell yeah, yeah. Well, I hate ordering computers for them because I remember one time we tried to order a computer and two things happened. You had to have, they had to have your state ID over the phone. Well, those are the days before IRA and all that stuff and there was no neighbor, nobody to read it. And I couldn't get the thing shipped, so the deal never went through. Subsequently, we've got Ira to put those in folders for us, so we have, you know, the state ID. But that, to me, I've I've never been real pleased about that. Well, I'm afraid to go ahead and order the computer from him because then the guy goes, "Well, uh, if." When we send the computer UPS, will you show him your ID? I'm like, I don't really necessarily want this guy writing down the numbers off my ID that I don't even know. <laughs> Why did they need your state ID? I don't quite understand. Because uh, I was going to pay for it with a credit card. It's, okay. a, it's a Dell thing. I, I, I've never... Yeah, I had that problem when I tried to get a Dell one time. I did get wind up getting one, but not from Dell. Yeah, and I don't know why they were like that because I ordered my first one from them a long time ago, and I didn't have any trouble. 
and they even uh, sent me things later on that I could sign up for a payment plan to buy another one. Mm-hmm. But then they, they they charge a lot extra, too. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, has anybody attempted to use uh, Walmart in you know the past couple of weeks? Because I'm still... You're still having uh, problems, yes. I'm still having trouble with it, and I, if I were the only one that was having trouble with it, I would say, you know, well, I'll just got to figure out what's wrong with me. You know, I need to learn how to well, do this. Uh, the but answer there have been is a lot of people who are having trouble with it. Well, we'll we'll just say to you that next week we're going to play a live demo. Chris and Dave put one together, and we tested it out. And we put together a live demo of Walmart and how to navigate it. So okay. maybe that'll so help. Because I know I know that they did that before, and I got a lot out of that. And I tried to, you know, I've been using it the same way ever since they did that last um, thing on on Walmart. But there's something that definitely has changed. You can't. So what, they, uh, what they've done is they've combined everything in Walmart into one thing. So yeah. That, that if you, but if you, but and the and the trick to it, and I, I I'm hoping that Dave and Chris will talk about it, is to use your filters that they that they have put into the application, whether it's on the computer or on the phone, and mm-hmm. there's a filter that says groceries, and it will only give you the stuff that's in the grocery store. The yeah, the, that's not the problem I'm having. I can't check out. See, now we have no problem checking out, and. So where I would usually check out, it says, we love your feedback, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and so I gave them my feedback. Oh, boy, did I. No, I was nice. Um, no, we're not having a problem also, checking out. having trouble putting in their, um, their uh, co- codes for their um, EBT cards. Oh, the step we, cards, we, yeah. Yeah, we used to be able to do that very easily. They'd put us on another page. And it would have random numbers, and you'd have to find the numbers that are your code and punch it in, and you know, then it accepts it and goes back to the regular page. But, but you know, out. Instacart does the same thing on those EBT cards. So, but I, but I think can't use my EBT card at my, at my HEB. They won't yeah. take it. So. They won't, but I think not online. Anymore. I think we're going to answer that for you next week. As a matter of fact, we were going to run it this week, but they weren't going to be here, so they wanted to be here because she did it, and we we discussed it together. And we're all going to be there, and we'll have the walmart app up and then if you have specific issues i mean we all have issues on a walmart app or whatever i'm having an issue right now on a sonos app where it says you've got to in order for you to continue on this device you've got to update this file well you go up there you get a blank page your iphone doesn't read at all so unfortunately it's not just limited to walmart but we are going to we are going to address the walmart issue next week we have it already in the dropbox it's about a 25 or 30 minute 
and we are definitely dealing with the checkout issue. Unfortunately, with the EBT, since we didn't have one of those, it's hard to address. But if need be, we'll contact somebody from Walmart. But not only did they they mess up the Walmart part, maybe that you're having trouble with, but they've also screwed up the pharmacy if you want to order prescriptions. So yeah. that that's another problem too. Also, it's nice that they have everything that you know, like all the things that you usually order right there. But if you want to order something that you don't usually order, now that yeah, that could be a problem, and that's where. Your your searching, you know, yeah. at the top the the searching thing. I would urge you with that particular app, if you've got one, uh, maybe to use a keyboard. Do you ever use a keyboard on your iPhone, or is that more always. from always? I, oh, I I um whenever I type, well, usually when I'm just doing the grocery shopping, I don't. Unless they want to type in something I want to search for. Right. But I don't do any actual typing on the phone. I'm, I'm not wow. good at that. Uh, uh, I just do it on my I just do it on my keyboard. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine that. Sit there and do that. It takes him twenty minutes. No, it doesn't really. <laughs> it takes him longer to do it, but you know, he's just there and <laughs> yeah, I, I've learned to well, use. When we first got our iPhones, they didn't have keyboards, so we had to learn to type on them if we wanted to use it. Yeah, oh. yeah. we did. I tried that for. Well, so I've gotten so used to just grabbing my phone and doing it that to me it's more trouble to go find a keyboard and find it. Well, the keyboard can help, yeah. but also, if possible, I think the. Walmart.com can be a little bit easier than the phone, even sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, that I'm is another. I'm using it on my computer, and it didn't look either. So. Oh, okay. But, um, well, we're going to go through that step by step next week. Okay. And all right, thank you, Fran. Sounds good. All right. Bye. All right, we do have some hands. Let me get to the people we haven't we haven't talked to okay so we'll we'll start with the uh, scott edwards and then we'll have julie mccullough scott can you unmute yourself please yeah sorry y'all all right uh, mr arizona go ahead yeah early early here yeah uh, anyway yeah it's tech pi uh and, and it plus subscribe at groups.io just for just for those who might want to know how to subscribe direct that's the uh, the tech-bi uh, list uh, also have you, I heard on recently on that you may have seen the other day on that list there was a there's a, a, a brand new screen reader out Windows Lite that's apparently I guess it's from China because they mentioned it's available in, in various Chinese languages as well as English I think like different <laughs> I don't know if any of y'all heard of it. Yeah, I read about that, but I thought it was just Chinese. I knew it was made in China, but that doesn't make it bad. It might be a good I mean, might make us much sense. You know, they had a link to it, but I didn't bother with it. I figured I'll, I'll just wait till I hear more about it. 
Scott, I mean, you like a lot of technology. Do you uh-huh. do you do you like things like the Braille L? I hear about that and oh, L Braille. L Braille, yeah. I'm actually, a, I'm actually a Mantis user myself. I got I've had the Mantis Q40 since February. Uh, is it a I thumbs up or thumbs down on it? On but, Mantis, thumbs yeah, up, definitely. Thumbs up, definitely thumbs up. Yeah. Do you like typing with having a QWERTY keyboard? Yeah, I do. And plus, there's no learning. There's nearly there's not nearly the learning curve as it would be with a Perkins style, because you've got you know those different. You see those those chord those various commands on the nine. Uh, on the uh, Perkins style displays uh, seem a bit convoluted to me, and just sort of from what I've heard, I don't know. There's no, and there it's kind of it, it, when you try to emulate, say, a, a Windows keystroke, for example, it's the same on the Mantis, exactly the same because your your the keyboard is is laid out it's very similar kind of laptop style keyboard, but it's very the keys are very spaced and pronounced, and they're they're not they're it's not like they're cramped or close together or anything. So, they're do you well use spent. it with your iPhone? What do you use it with? I use it most. I use it mostly. Uh, well, first of all, I use it a lot for taking for note taking, writing stuff down, and creating little document files, and that I put things in. But also, I use it. For, I use it mainly on on my. Uh, on the computer, I have a Windows 10 machine. Actually, I've got two now. I got. I was using it on my. I, I was using it off and on on my Surface tablet for a while. But then I got actually got a dedicated computer just for the, the Mantis. It's one of those little ones. It's a very small, called a GPD Micro PC. It's very. It's a very small laptop about the size of a, a video cassette when closed, and it. it so the keyboard on it, built into it, would wouldn't be very practical to use. But I, if I connect it to the Mantis, then I've got a, I've got you know access to that computer. It's a Windows 10 machine. You, I got Jaws on it with Braille, going and everything. Where did you get the computer, Scott? Amazon. How expensive was it? About six hundred. Uh huh. Is it powerful yeah. enough? Is it? Is it underpowered or? Uh, well, it's, it's got a. I think it's got a, I think it's got eight gigs of RAM. I think it's got one of the lower end processors, but it still does the job. But it seems to do very nicely. Uh, it's got uh, a one twenty eight gig SSD and two SD card slots, which I haven't haven't filled yet, but I, I think I might get to get a couple of of SD micro SD cards so it helps out yeah it does it's a dedicated just for the Mantis I I use it with the Mantis all the time hmm you're filling up that place where you live with all kinds of technology huh Scott oh yeah yeah well there's nothing wrong all kinds of portable technology small I'm thinking small because that's not a lot of room in this trailer no, you don't. And see, that's the problem we had for getting Jenny's machine. We got her one that was small, but you had to plug a monitor into it to 
make it oh, to Power yeah. Owen. It was, it was probably one of the top ten worst computers I've ever seen. It gets hot. It messes up. Um, she just didn't have enough power to do what she needed to do. Maybe has two USB ports at the most. Right. How many USB ports does your little Hummer have? It's got a. Mine has a USB A, which I've used a lot with the Mantis. Although it, I could, it could also use a. I could also use a USB headset I got recently. Logitech, one of the Logitech ones. Uh, I, I could plug it into that, and uh, seems to work pretty well with it. And um, but it also has USB C for both charging and data. So I've, I can use the I can use the Mantis on either the the USB A or the USB C. Um, the USB C is for charging, and also charging the charging the computer. But did, the you have computer. To, did you have trouble setting it up yourself, uh, Scott? Or did you need no, to, I, to set? Oh no, I was able to connect the Mantis to the USB port, and I used as as used it as a as a keyboard to 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 launch narrator and get you know get the initial setup and then I installed JAWS and got Braille up and running. Now Scott, let me ask one other thing about the the computer. That's not a laptop though, is it? Is it based upon Well I guess, well I guess you consider you could consider it a laptop because it's I mean it's it's very small because it, it's it's very small, but it's uh, it runs on it runs regular you know full blown Windows ten. Right, but does it run on AC power or? Does oh, well, it, it, has, it has a rechargeable battery. Oh, okay, so it is a lap, kind of a laptop. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it battery. Yeah. It's just very small, Billy. It says it's the right. size of a of a, of a large yeah, insectary. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I'm five hats off to you, Scott. Yeah, it works real well. It'd be good for a meeting if you had to go to a meeting. Yeah. And you sure. needed to run. I suppose you could run Z- Zoom on that little machine, too. Yeah, Zoom. Probably, you know, probably. Does it support Bluetooth? It. Does it have Bluetooth as well? As far as I know, but I, I haven't used it uh, yet for anything. Um, I mainly use USB um, because it because it's there. It's, it, I, I was able to get a small USB, a real short USB cable that works so nicely with it. So just use it that way. I'll be looking that up, Scott. Yeah, it's called GPD, Golf Papa Delta Micro PC. Oh, okay. Uh, micro PC. Thank you, Scott. Uh-huh. Thank you, thank you, right. Scott. Tim might have it for his next studio computer. All right. Now, we do have next on our list, we have Julie McCulloch. Can you unmute yourself, please? I am unmuted. Thank you. There you go. I see. Yes. Well, Jennifer, I want to ask you a question. Um, The Miss Osborne who was even embarrassed, was that Miss Mary Osborne or Miss Helen Osborne? (laughs) It was um, Mary. You know, uh, my folks knew who Helen was. I never met Helen. Uh, but apparently she was still in Iowa before I started school. Um, what did she, what grade did Helen teach? Because she apparently was in Indiana longer, or all the time maybe more, than Mary may have been. 
she taught she taught the next level up from kindergarten where you learn braille and things like that okay she taught like first grade yeah yeah or, yeah okay all right all right they, i just wondered which one was embarrassed by you if it was mary or helen <laughs> yeah yeah that's but pretty good Jill. good way to start school yeah <laughs> and she hasn't changed yet, so. <laughs> oh, man, no, Mar- Mary. Well, Mary. No, Mary died several years ago. Oh, did she? Yeah, I think they're both dead now. Yeah, they're both. I think they're they're both gone now. And uh, and Mr. K. Cack, I think he. I think he is gone now too, probably. Um, oh, he yeah. taught at our school too. I know he did because he was always he was he was back and forth between Iowa and Indiana. And uh, well, we I had suppose, our superintendent because the twins were there. Yeah, Mr. Hutchinson, who was our superintendent, used to work in Iowa, so there was an Iowa strong Iowa connection. I see. And now, I, think, I don't remember Mr. Hutchinson from our. I don't. Re- I that was probably before I was in school. Uh-huh. I but, think you're younger than I am, though, Julie. I think I started in 1959, and I don't know. Yeah, and I started in 1961. Yeah, and he is already in Indiana at that point. Yeah, I started in 1980. No, I'm just kidding. No, you. <laughs> How about nineteen eighteen. You don't know how old I am, Julie. <laughs> no, but I I would say you're around my age or I mean it'd be hard to imagine you're older, but you may be, but but you're at least my age probably. Oh my god, I thank you for that one. I'm I am i am actually sixty eight years old. <laughs> well, like I said, you're so you're a little older, but um but yeah. But I appreciate I, I, the flattery will get you everywhere, Julie. Thank you. <laughs> well thank you. All right. Okay, thank you, Julie. Sure. Oh. Okay, Jeff, we, are we, uh, we have a uh, 414 area code. I think it's Nancy or... Uh, I always forget the numbers. 414. Could be. It's Nancy, no, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to keep, have you waiting so long, Nancy. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I came... I didn't think I'd still be here, but I am. Anyway, very quickly, um, <clears throat> to Allison... I am a knitter. I've been a knitter since I was 11 years old. I'll tell the story sometime. But anyway, um, I actually did a couple sweaters for a knitting magazine. And um, I do every, I mean, I do cables. I do bobbles. I do popcorn stitching. I do um, a lot of Irish knits. I do all kinds of different things. And I'll just tell you one quick knitting story. I was in seventh grade. And our home ec teacher was wanting to teach people how to knit, but I already knew how. And she was passing around a hat. And the tension on this hat is not even. There's all kinds of problems with it. And here it was she who had knit the hat. And now I'm getting a phone, so I got to go. All right. All right. Then we have one more hand raised. Oh, my God. I can't believe he's been so silent today. Uh. Bill in Chicago, Illinois. Can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, just real quick. Uh, I think it was Julia who mentioned Hutchinson and Jenny and, and Bill mentioning. He was there. In, he started in 59 at ISB. He was my first super. He was our superintendent my senior year, which 
he couldn't stand me. I couldn't stand him either. I we wonder why, like, Bill. We got along okay. Well, I think one reason he didn't he just didn't like I don't know, he just didn't like me for some reason. I don't know what it was. But I think one thing his daughter kept chasing me and I kept bugging her off. I was like let's see what was that? twenty and I was twenty years old and she was what like twelve or thirteen years old. <laughs> I thought maybe she didn't, maybe he didn't like you because I think in many ways you're a little bit like me, Bill, and you're 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 very independent and you say you say you say things the way you. Oh yeah, you think. I, yeah, 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 yeah. That that was one thing I think because he uh, he mentioned when he first came he mentioned he had a meeting in the auditorium with all the students. Uh, I think it was about the second day of school, and he gets up and he starts spouting off and he's saying, "Anybody got any questions?" And I ask him a question and. He said, who are you? And I told, you, told him. And then he asked me something else. I said, no, that won't work. I said, that won't work at all, or whatever it was. And from then on, he never really cared for me. Well, I had a teacher like that. I had a teacher. I was talking about Miss Margaret. And one day she said to me, you will eat this food, or else you'll stay till 5 in the afternoon. And the food oh. stayed on my plate, and I wouldn't eat the food, and I refused to eat it. And I wasn't going to be told. I didn't. It was what was it? I forgot what. It was. Oh, it was ham. I don't eat ham. I'm Jewish. I don't really like well, ham yeah, that right. much. You don't eat ham, right? Uh-huh. And there was and boiled potatoes, which I hate. <laughs> oh, I and, don't like boil. I don't like boiled potatoes myself. I'll eat them, but I don't care about because there's nothing to them. I mean, you know, you know a, I had to doctor them up myself. I either put butter on them or. And she wanted me to learn how to knit, and I really didn't like learning it. I know why they wanted us to learn how to knit, to learn finger-hand coordination and stuff, but I hated it. Yeah. I, I threw the needles down on the desk. I said, I'm not doing this. I said, I'm not doing, <laughs> okay. I'm not doing this. And, uh, uh, okay. uh, but yeah, the funny yeah, thing yeah. is, my parents defended me, and uh, that's why we left that school, because uh, they defended me, because, uh, as right, I said before. Right, right. But, yeah, uh, I Bill, I was a lot like you in many respects. I, I, yeah, well, I think I've changed a little bit. Maybe not yeah, that course, much. He was, he, was, he was a superintendent, so but I mean, he just didn't, yeah, you know, because what I think of what he didn't like, uh, a lot of the employees, the, the others, like the teachers and, and some of the office staff, he didn't like because I had too much in with them because at that time, my, my well, my sophomore, sophomore, junior, senior year, I was a more or less a, a stenographer for the office. I did almost all their typing because they weren't that good at it. And I could do 120 words a minute on a manual typewriter. And so they, they had me do a lot of typing that, that dictated on, a, on the old dic- dictaphone machine, you know, the disc. And, and I would I type the stuff. Well, I think because I had too much influence, even with his, sec- his secretary, she would she would get me to type some of the stuff up. And I don't think that was one thing he didn't, he didn't care for. And I just, I mean, I had, I think... The thing he didn't like, I had a little bit more power, I think, than he did, because I had a I had a set of keys for every door in the building. The superintendent before that gave me a set of keys, and, and he, he still has them to this day. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I kidding. Have, you know, well, you never know. I may someplace. I have no idea now. I got so much stuff stored around over the past, well, say, fifty six years in this house, and then I was after graduate, I was home only one year, and then I went to. The, Went to school here in Chicago and then got my job. Worked there fifteen and a half years at the same job. So, but I, but otherwise it was just when she mentioned Hutchins and I had to mention that that <laughs> I didn't get along. I remember I remember when Bill came to school the first year though. I, what was, I what was I, little Bill? What was little Bill Sparks little, like little, back then? Uh, little Billy that really just kind of wandered Uh-oh. all over the place. 
I mean, he he, he got lost a couple times. I, I directed him back to B dorm. You did. <laughs> Do you, yeah, do, you right. remember, do you remember Bill at all when you went to school, uh, Bill? Or is it, uh, you know, we young? probably heard the name. A great yeah, wrestler, yeah. I remember that wrestling team. But yeah, well, I was I was I was four I was four year varsity on the wrestling team. I was, in fact, I was on the team before my seventh and eighth grade. But then I was then I became varsity my freshman year. I, I don't know if anybody I the own well at that time I was the first. Uh, four-year letterman for uh, the thing, and I was, I was undefeated my junior and senior year, uh, and I had uh, had 32 pins in less than 10 seconds. So I didn't break a sweat on some matches, but I used to love to wrestle the public schools. Those those are my favorite ones to wrestle because I would I'd, I'd really fake it, trip over the end of the mat. Look, ask the referee where the center of the mat was, the circle, where to begin. He'd take my hand, he'd grab my wrist or hand, he says, over here, young man, over here. I'd stumble over there. This guy, he was, the ones I used to love was the football players. The guys did football and wrestling, and they always thought they were so, so great, and they would, I'd stumble around those guys, and, and the referee would say, if I ready, and i kind of shake my head, they'd blow the whistle, and Bam, bam, all of a sudden, the guy's on his back. And he said, I thought you were blind. I said, it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> but I, I, could see, I could see then, what, you know, to, to read some print with a magnifying glass and stuff. But, see, I worked, I worked on a farm all my life. So in the summertime, one of my favorite things, the stockyard was well, a little town called Yungendale near me. They had a stockyard, and the guy at the stockyard used to call me to come help load steers and stuff into the railroad cars because I could just I'd grab I'd grab a steer by the by the ears, and I could I could steer him any way I wanted him to go. I could, in fact, if they weighed under a thousand pounds, I could throw them on their side even. So I mean, they used to call me all the time to come load load steers and load. I don't think I don't think I want to mess with you, Bill. I'm not like that anymore now because, and then we run a custom hay building business too. And I used to work behind the baler. The bales come up from the baler into the wagon, and I was the guy that worked the wagon. So I would, our bales weighed 90 pounds a piece. And I, on an average, well, we didn't do it every day, but someday we did. But on an average, every time we did, I did at least a thousand bales. Every every time we did, at least at least a thousand. So you know, you can see I lifted 9,000 pounds. In a matter of a day, you know. But you know, I used to, I, I used to do dumb things like that, you know, pizza string, you know, show off too. <laughs> my father, my father had one thing. He lost his two front teeth. He told us kids never to try it. When he was younger, he used to uh, grab a hundred-pound bag of ground feed and lift with his teeth. Put his hand behind his back and lift it, lift it six inches off the ground with his teeth. <laughs> Not too and good. A, a, and I had an uncle that could take, you could do this yourself. You could take a ear of corn, not sweet corn, we're talking about field corn, because it's going to be dry. Take a ear of sweet or a ear of corn. You could do it yourself, toss it in the air, and on the way down, he could hit it with both hands and break it in three feet in midair. 
So, Bill, Bill, if you had to do all over again, would you do would you do all the same junk that you would did as a kid again? Oh yeah, sure. I'd do the same thing. Yeah, I'd do the same thing. You mean like ride the bicycle off a loading dock? We used to do that. Ride up a loading dock <laughs> for a truck, okay. and then you had to make sure you, you had to make sure you land on the rear wheel. You kill yourself, you know. You had to just do all that stuff, you know. Jump freight trains. You, know. you ought to write a book about your life, Bill. Well, my niece is trying to get me to do that, but I haven't sat down and done it yet. <laughs> hey, because you know, because you know, my my wife, she was a student. She graduated the year before I did. She was all girl athlete for like six years, and no one could beat her. She could beat all the boys. In fact, she could she could stand in broad jump six inches most than all the guys could. I can I can never beat her broad broad jump. And the one year I did, a, she used to she used to run with me because I was on the track team too. We did track, and she used to run with me. And she said I could beat you if I wanted to, and we never she never really did, but. I mean, my, my senior year, I was in a track team, and it attracted me, and I ran a mile in four minutes and ten seconds. That was in 19, the spring of 1960, before I graduated. And then Bannister come along and ran a mile in 359. So. Ah, very good, Bill. We, uh, we, have, we have one more hand raised, and I okay. want to make sure we can get to Nancy again. Right, and, okay. But just, thanks, Bill. Or good talking to you. Thank you very much. Okay. Go ahead, Nancy. We actually got Dick coming yeah, Dick, on. I don't sorry. think it's Nancy. This is Nancy. Yeah. I keep, you know, the problem is I should realize that these numbers are changing, and you're, you're better at that, at that than I am. But go ahead, Dick, uh, and say hello to Roderick Crawford for me, okay? I'll tell Big Ten for you, good buddy. It don't want to happen again, Jeffrey. It's not good for you. No, I promise. I, I promise I, I won't. <laughs> Till the next time. Bill, I have to ask you a question. Bill, are you... Are you writing with a Slayton stylus? What is that tapping in the background? I don't know. It's not me. Is I it? don't have a Slayton. It sounds like someone's writing with a Slayton stylus. No. So it's not you. Okay. All right. I'm hearing a tapping. It could be Jennifer's keyboard. Oh, okay. And she's taking notes. Maybe that's oh, it. Okay, it's probably what it is. I was just curious about that. I know yeah. you're taking notes, Jennifer. Please leave my pictures out, okay? No, just kidding. Oh, all right. <laughs> if you insist. It's a credit card you he wants you to leave out. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. So, so, Bill, what school is this power outage? All over the country or what? The what? The, the power problems, like with your speakers aren't working? Oh, it's, I. I believe it could be from all over the country. The June ovens have been out in various locations. The crock pot doesn't work. The speakers, the speakers concern me more, um, especially when I'm trying to listen to my ball games. That concerns me more. Um, so we will work on that issue. But is it, okay, so you do, they, no one knows why it's happening. Then. No. Some sort of a uh, hassle, but some, somebody tried to uh, it was, cause some mischief? It was funny yesterday to look on Twitter and see all the people complaining because Facebook was down. Well, they were complaining because Facebook was down, you know, all these Instagram. other... The, Facebook and WhatsApp, the three of them. I had no use for Facebook. No. Uh, what is it? I don't know. What's up or whatever those. And Dick, just as long as your Sirius XM satellite radio works okay, right? 
<laughs> well, right now we only have it in the car. I'm waiting for the free uh, time to go, and then I'm going to go back to it. But uh, you know, oh, this morning, uh, earlier in the show, uh, we lost you on uh, our Alexa. Uh, you know, maybe a few minutes. I don't know if you're aware of that film. No. Uh, right when you when you came on, uh, before you start introducing people, you know. The, the, and did it come back? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, sure it did. It did. Then I turned on the Victor just to see how it was on the Victor, and of course when, I turned, when the Victor worked, I turned on. The, I asked the A person to do Legend Holmes Radio, and of course she did. Everything was fine again. Well, unfortunately, that's so far above our pay grade. I hear you guys. You know, <laughs> that's far above our pay grade. So. Have you been doing anything interesting? Checking out sports? Uh, no, well, we're closing the camp up this weekend. Boo-hoo-hoo. And, uh, that's why it's uh, unfortunate. The weather's been wonderful for the weekend. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, sit outside and listen to music and have beverages on the deck. You guys have had m- m- much hotter or much warmer weather than, than you're normally supposed to have this time of year out in your neck of the woods. Oh, yes, definitely. It's been warmer. Yeah, uh, I'm not complaining. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty. Nice. No, we're. Uh, hey, the Bulls are going to be uh, halfway decent this year, uh, which is good. But we'll talk about that next Tuesday. I'm sorry, I totally forgot about your show. I guess Duncan. newspaper. You Holy just got. You're so important. You got your mail fixed on Monday. I see you were sending out test messages. Yeah. Oh, what a, yeah. Oh, not, oh, why don't I go there? You know. They, uh, <laughs> I had a second level of Microsoft helping me, and uh, I thought I had lost all my folders and my email addresses. And happily, they got it back for me. But I still, did you get my message about wanting to get in contact with Chris and Dave? Because they use the uh, uh, Outlook 365. Yeah, so do I. Uh, yeah, they use it. And I. I, I I didn't like Outlook when I worked at Social Security, and I'm not real big on it now. I mean, I can use it. I've got it. It's all right. I use Thunderbird. I like it, and it works. I just want something simple on my email. I don't, and unfortunately, I like to be able to create a folder which is in all inboxes or I want them all to come in one place and I also realize there's a time when you don't want that but you don't get that option with Outlook and I've never liked that and I thought it was always too big and clunky for what it does but I, I, yeah, I'll go to that next year. I try to do a 365 without my year. Uh, I'll, I'll go over to that. Because mail's free. I wish, I wish more things acted like Apple Mail. Yeah, that's an easy one. Well, and the cool thing about Apple Mail is you, you can, if you're on lists or something, and there's a whole string of messages about one particular thing and you're not interested, you can delete the whole thread with one one delete motion. Yeah. I can do the same thing with Thunderbird. I, I, have, to, I have my mail threaded, so uh, if there's a thread in the bits list or whatever list, right. I can just hit the delete key and it's gone. They're, they're all gone. That's but 
Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll have them get in touch with you. Thanks, I appreciate that. Hey, listen, everyone take care. Now, where was this? Tim around? He's been really quiet today. Yeah, he was I'm around. Here. Oh, there you go. Okay. He's getting ready to do his show, and then I'm coming back and doing a show with the boys. So, oh, okay. how long is that on the show? Uh, two hours. One yeah, one. one to three your time? Okay, yeah. I'll catch the last hour. We got to go to to the Polish colony. There you go. We got something called a Maxwell Street Polish. is pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. They got, how, how's the weather down there in Florida? Nice. It's 93. Oh, that's too warm. That's yeah. too hot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go, well, lady. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Sparks and guys, take care. We will catch y'all down the road. All right. Oh, thank you very much, Dick. Just to let you know, recipes. We'll be back. We'll be back next week, Chris's recipes. Because if I gave one, you'd boot me off of here. So I did make one for Jennifer last night. I just. Put some sauerkraut in the crock pots since my other one wouldn't work. And add some bowl of spare ribs and made some of Jeff's favorite buttered potatoes. And Jenny <laughs> ate it and she liked it. That's not much, is it? It was good. I like it. That's one of my favorite combinations of things, I think. Do you want my spaghetti that I may cook tonight? Oh, that'd be good too. Just begin. Yeah, there's maybe nothing. Tim has the song "Goober Peas." I remember hearing that song as a kid, uh, and I forgot who did it. But maybe he can play that. Oh, way. he can find Goober Peas. But yeah, we we'll look for that. Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He did do a version of that. Uh, by the way, sure just in a quick note in passing, I'm looking at this Chinese light or this Windows light. I wouldn't be a little careful on that one. They can't even spell things right here. I'm not sure. Uh, This new Windows light. Of course, if you don't mind getting mixed up a little bit of Chinese with your English, I guess it'd be okay. But it's, it's there. Anyway, Tim, I guess you're up next. Jeff, thanks to the panel. Thanks to all the callers, most importantly. Thanks, everyone. All right. Have a good day. We'll see you next week. I'll be on later today for, I call it, Coffee Club Number 2, Bill and Barry and Friends. All right. Bye-bye.